Hi, this is Lynette Nylander, host of NTS Radio's new podcast, Sounds and Style. Each week, I'll be chatting with some of culture's most influential figures, exploring how music and style links what we wear with who we are. Expect deep cuts into musical genres and fashion subcultures as my guests and I look at how the music they love has informed the work they make today. This season, I've been chatting with Lily Allen, Martine Rose, Mel Ottenberg, and many more. New episodes drop every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. NTS. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Digging with Flow. Today, we're on the allotment with a truly talented DJ, radio host, nascent musician, and, full disclosure, a great friend of mine. A true music obsessive, she started DJing in her early 20s and quickly became a sought-after party starter. There are a lot of DJs in the world, and a lot of good ones, but few truly great ones, and she is certainly great. Today, we're doing a really fun task, potato harvesting. It's quite a labour-intensive job, and it was a boiling hot day, and our guest is not a particularly outdoorsy person, but she did fantastically. I'm not an outdoorsy gal. Like, I don't mind it. I like to go into the outdoors sometimes, somewhere really beautiful, and, like, you know, get in touch with nature, maybe get some, like, psychedelics involved, but that's about as far as my nature, my nature time goes. Now regularly playing in some of the best clubs all over the world, I wanted to get her on the allotment to talk about formative music experiences, as well as her journey into DJing. I loved recording this one. Today, we're digging with OK Williams. All right, hello, welcome OK Williams to the allotment. Mm, Thank you, Flo Dill, for having me. How do you feel? I feel good. Can you describe what we're looking at? Mm. A plot of land, <laughs> some with green bits, 
We're looking at, like, an allotment. Can you identify these plants in front of us? Of course not. Can you? Yeah, I can. What are they? Are they the potatoes? They are the potatoes that we are going to harvest today. Is it? Can you do anything with potato leaves? Uh, no, you can put them on compost. Okay. And then mulch them again. Okay. So have you got any gardening experience? Absolutely none. I've never even repotted a plant. You've never sort of plunged Nothing. your hands into the earth? Never. Planted a seed? Maybe when I was a kid. Oh, my God! Oh. I have a tiny bit of tiny bit of gardening experience. I wouldn't call it gardening, I'd say more plant experience. Go on. I'm not sure I can. Oh, is it illegal? <laughs> but it is because it is illegal. <laughs> but I did have one gold glorious plant. And I looked after it and, and and took it from childhood to harvesting crop. That's valuable uh yeah, gardening it's experience. actually, yeah. I, I say I don't, but I did. I looked after it for like four months. Well, there you go. <laughs> Today you know, I looked after it. <laughs> My baby. <laughs> Today we are at the other end of the life cycle of the plants. Mm. Today we are harvesting the potatoes. Fantastic. These are a premier potato, an early crop, a very sort of sweet new potato planted by the fair hand of Mark Leckie. Ah, amazing that I'm harvesting Mark Leckie's potatoes. That's fantastic. <laughs> so, I'll describe to you the technique before we start it. Wow, so we're digging up this entire patch right here. Well, we might. It depends how many there are. Okay, cool. So there's two rows of potatoes here, here mm. and here. And what you want to do is loosen the ground either side with the fork. So you shove the fork into the earth like so. Okay. Gosh, very uh, hard ground because we've had no rain. So we do that on both sides, like loosen it up. Okay. And then one person will hold the fork at the bottom and the other person will sort of lift the potatoes out of the ground. Okay. Because what you want to do is lift the plant with the potatoes still attached, otherwise you've got to just like dig through for all the potatoes because they come long. off of and they get lost in the earth. Yeah, okay. Not lost forever, you can find but them, you have, it's just easier. You have to fish through loads of mud to get them otherwise. Exactly. Cool. All right, I'll plonk, let's just do one first. I'll plonk some yeah, water yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. And in the meantime, maybe you can talk a little bit about Baby OK Williams and what oh. kind of music Baby OK Williams was listening to. But what, what well, mm, depends on what age we start, really. Let me go. My earliest music memories of listening, actively listening to music, is. Did you ever watch MTV Dance? Did you have Sky as a kid? Ah, I was I a preview was, kid. Had TV, of course. We had Sky, and they had all the music channels. So that was my earliest, I think, mus music. You know, formulation mm. Mm. of memories. Is that the one with like late night Apex videos and stuff like that? Kind of, yeah. Well, MTV Dance was like it was quite charty sometimes, but I think they probably would have shown the Apex video here or there. Okay. Um, but it was like they had MTV Bass, which was like urban music, MTV Normal, which the the standard one, which was like a lot of like pop music, uh, and then there was MTV Dance, which was dance like Calvin Harris, Bangers. all that kind of all those music videos, okay. Eric Prides. My dad played a lot of music in the house as well, actually. So maybe my first, first music is, like, memories where my dad played music. What kind of stuff did he put on? Uh, do you know what? I always remember a lot of LL Cool J, like, and, like, Mary J Blige, all that kind of stuff. And then lots of, like, High Life, Afrobeat, Fellow Cootie, lots of that kind of stuff. Um, really early, um, modern Afrobeat, like, as we know it now. So, like, this duo called Styles Plus... Um, what was his name? Two Face, P Square, all that kind of stuff. Um, so lots of loads of stuff actually. My mum used to play a lot of Madonna. Loved her. Still do. Nice. So am I? Am I getting in there now? Well, at this angle. Yeah, it's going to be tricky, isn't it? Because this ground is so hard. It's kind of. 
We haven't had rain. Oh, there we oh, go. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm scared. Am I going too far? No, no, no. You want to get the fork all the okay, way Okay, I'm in. I'm in. No, no, no. You've got to get deeper than that. Okay. But I'm scared. I'm worried I'm going to... See how I'm sort of wiggling it side to side? Yeah. That's fine. You want to get that in. If oh, you... yeah. We're going in. Like, we're yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. If you spear the potato, it's not the worst thing in the world. Okay. I'd rather not, though. Now, at the same time, just lift it up. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, now stop. Uh -huh. Oh, that's good. That's really good. And now what? Grab the... Take yeah. the fork out. Okay. And then I'll do it. And I pull the plant. And you're going to pull it out. And okay. then you're just going to sort of gently shake the earth off and see what falls out. Amazing. And okay. it's going to hopefully be many potatoes. Cool. Okay, so on the count three, I'll put the fork in. Okay. One, two, three. Yeah, good. Put it there. Oh! What do you see? Potatoes! <laughs> <laughs> Magic, isn't it? Wow! Let's put some gloves on so we can yeah. rifle through this earth. Okay. Do you want to do it? Um, you're the guest. Do you have one glove each? Okay, yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's put this plant over here so that the earth goes back into the thing. Into the earth. And now... Uh, see, wow, you just pick the potatoes up. Did I, did I pierce one? Yeah, so you see that. Oh, wow, that's the That's bone. all good, that's all good. Very, Wait. very severely pierced. That's good. It's fine. Okay. What you want to do is then put them in the Noted. sun to dry out. Okay, cool. So how many have we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight to be fair. That's not bad. Nine here. Wow, and then... lots of spiders here. Oh, that's allotment, isn't it? Oh, fun. sorry, yeah, sorry. Careful, I'm whacking mate. this, whacking Can this earth on you. you be careful, please? Oh, sorry. I told you we were coming <laughs> oh to an allotment. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I should say for the listeners, Coyne and I are, are old friends. And now it's really nice having a friend here for the first time. Ah, nice. Because well, so far everyone's been lovely, but they're not my, you know, yeah, not my buddies. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, and I did say to her, I said, please wear allotment friendly clothing. Please be aware it's a muddy environment. It's very hot. Make sure you're wearing something light. She's turned up in gorgeous black jeans. What brand are they? Don't even want to know. <laughs> Or no, of course not. <laughs> ETs, just ETs. Come on, uh, fucking hell. <laughs> Who do you think I am? <laughs> I think you're a superstar DJ, is who I think you are. <laughs> I am that, but yeah, soon man. to be Prada wearer. Let's fill up some water. Will you come with me? Yes. Take that. And there's another watering can over here. Describe to the listeners what we're doing. So right now we're just walking through the allotment past the different plots. And how do you get a, a plot of the allotment? You put your name on a very long waiting list. Okay, yeah, it takes like years I've seen, like six years or something. And just wow, gonna... this water's disgusting. <laughs> it's absolutely I not. I think I should also tell the, the listeners I'm not an outdoorsy gal. Like, I don't mind it. I like to go into the outdoors sometimes, somewhere really beautiful and like, you know, get in touch with nature. Maybe get some like psychedelics involved, but that's about as far as my nature, my nature time goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So or at if, festivals, that's about the most time I've spent outdoors. If not nature, what do you do to ground yourself? Um, see my family. Oh yeah. Do the same. Uh, Make really nice food. Pour them here. Pour them here. Pour on this side? Here. Yeah, let's okay. just do this one row. Okay. So pour the water here. Um, and try and get it all the way up to this end of this row. Okay, there. I'll come up here. I'm not sure why I ground myself. Sometimes I like to... I don't do it often enough. I'll make something. Like a ring or a candle. Or a song? But I need to do that more. Or a song, but I actually find sometimes it not to be that grounding an experience. So you get quite in your head making music. Because it's your job. It's very, very in your head. It's very like, oh, is this good? Is that good? Is that this good or that or that? But... I don't know, going for a walk in 
outside you're not thinking about anything mm. things that are grounding are things that kind of take me outside of myself mm. making music is not one <laughs> <laughs> don't know if that's good or bad should i hang give up now <laughs> just quit <laughs> i think that's fine uh, it is what it is i think i think that, i think maybe also it's because i don't feel that good at it and i'm learning and trying to experiment and get better so mm. that's definitely not gonna like maybe if i know exactly what i'm doing and i've got i've got years of experience under my belt, then I'll feel comfortable. But right now I don't feel comfortable doing it yet. All right, okay, Williams. Oh, It's time for the second potato. Let's get it. Tell me when you're ready. We'll lift up at the same time. Okay, I think we've got some, yeah. Get a bit further in. Okay. Yeah. I think that's... Yeah, that's good, that's good. Okay. That's good. One, two, three. Oh, wow. Oh, I see potatoes. Okay. Yeah. Now I'll do the same. Now take your fork out. I'll do the same thing. And then you're going to grab the plant. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. Yes, jackpot. On to the next one. Next one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Tell me, as we dig this one, yeah. about your entry into DJing. My entry into DJing was really through NTS. Wow, this is going fantastic. That's good, that's good, that's good. Wow, should I pick it up? Yeah, wait, I'll just lift it. One, two, three. There we go. Well done. Very good, very good. Just leave it there and then we'll pick them out the ground, yeah. Um, Yeah, it wasn't until I started really working at NTS that I... I wanted to learn how to before that and I'd had a bit of practice, a tiny bit, but it wasn't until I started working at NTS that I DJed often. But so what took you to NTS? I think that's more my question. I guess like getting into um, music and dance music generally. Well, I listened to NTS a lot before I started. And I was doing just like a rubbish internship. Oh, yeah. At some shit place that I didn't care about. And um, I saw an advert for NTS doing this podcasting workshop. So I did the podcasting workshop through this agency called Create Jobs. Which was to like, it was like an access thing to get people into creative industries. And um, one of the days we came to NTS and did a workshop. And basically that was it. Wow. And then after that was at the end of 2017. And then after that, I asked them if I could volunteer at NTS. And then the next year, 2018, right at the end of 2017, I just started volunteering at NTS. So how old were you at that time? 23. And what had you been doing before that, other than the internship? Nothing. Nothing. Working at my mum's shop, like, fuck all. Mm. Uh, literally nothing. But were you raving, going out, festivals, always. things like that? Always, always, always. From what sort of age? What was your f- formative uh, raving experience? My first clubbing experience? experience was fabric. There's still a potato in there. Oh, where? In that one. Oh, well done. Well Thank spotted. You well Thank spotted. Thank you I think Mike might be quite good at this, actually. Fabric? Yeah, that was the first time I went to a rave. And you loved it? And I loved it, of course. But the first time I went to a rave and it was fabric was because like, I wanted, because I was already listening to club music before I ever went raving. I was listening to dance music. So when I finally made it to the club, I was like, yeah, I'm going to fabric. And do you remember what, when I was 17? Do you remember what dance music you were listening to initially? How you sort of discovered it? Well, so like, initially it was lots of that, like Calvin Harris, MTV dance, all that kind of stuff. But that wasn't... You know, I just kind of watch it when I was on TV. But then when I started really, I, I would like download music. I had like an iPod from early and I would always put, put, put music on the iPod. 
um, the first dance tunes was really like a lot of Midlands, a lot of uh, Joy Orbison. It was like that time when I had just started uh, sixth form. It's like my first year 12 was when I really started like properly digging and looking for electronic music. Did you have friends that were also into it? Um, not really. I had a few friends that were into music, but they were li listening to lots more hardcore, but not like hardcore, du like duff duff hardcore, like Enter Shikari. Oh, vibe. right, like, like metal that's, what's that? That's called hardcore as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's like yes, emo music, yeah, exactly. I guess. Um, lots of that kind of stuff. But then they used to like a lot of jump up, drum and bass and that kind of stuff as well. And do you remember music when you were younger as being a sort of escapism route? It was definitely like a, yes, actually. I remember when I, like, around this time, I also was like when I first smoked weed ah. and I would like smoke weed after school and then go home and listen to these mixes and just like lie on my bed and be like, whoa, and just kind of like tap out. Um, so a little bit, yeah, it's always been that kind of escapism vibe. Mm. I just wondered because we both grew up sort of in the outskirts of London, mm. close to things that were happening and close to exciting scenes. I don't know about you, but I always felt like I was not part of them. Definitely. I was always an outsider looking in. Yeah, it was far, yeah, it's the same. And it was very exciting to me. Hearing... Close enough to go, but too far to actually be actively involved in it a lot of time. Exactly. Yeah. And it was very exciting to me to listen to the type of music that I imagined people were listening to in the clubs that I was either too young to go to or mm -hmm. too far away from. Totally. And it was quite an, almost like an aspirational thing, I think, music at that age for me. Mm. And I had dreams of, you know, being indie rock star or whatever it was that I was listening Me to Me too. I was just, it was completely aspirational. It was like, I was always outside looking in. Mm. Before I ever started DJing, I was always outside in and always one was like, it was always like this thing that was up here and I was kind of like clamouring towards it kind of thing, but never actually did, you know? Mm. Is it strange now that you are sort of well always. embedded? Even just then when you mentioned an influence being Midland, who now is someone that you DJ with all the time and is a mm. friend of yours. Yeah, but... I do say this to him sometimes. I'm like, I was a fan. You don't know if I'd sit in the park listening to these tunes. <laughs> he actually gave me one of the one of the records. I went to the studio like a few weeks ago, and he gave me one of the records, and I just play that song all the time. Do you think it's important to stay a fan? I feel like it's hard to not be a fan. I don't even think it's like important to not be a fan. I think isn't that like natural? Don't people like things? You know? Right. How could I not be a fan? I guess sometimes you get a bit jaded. I am jaded too. But I'll always be a fan. <laughs> I'm a hater and a lover at the same time. <laughs> Literally. I that. contain multitudes. I'm multifaceted, baby. Just getting some more. Look, all of those potatoes just from those two plants. Three. Oh, we've done, done three. three now. But Should that's we continue? A lot. Yeah. Let's get I'm another. I'm waiting one. for you. Oh, sorry, I was just taking a little break. <laughs> I'm boiling. It's quite hot. It's so hot. It is hot. <laughs> okay, right, ready? One, two, three. I've got to wedge it. Hang on. Go from this side. I can't wait for you to try these potatoes because they are so delicious. delicious. Oh my god! It's insane. They I taste like I keep for. I can keep them for a few days oh, though. No, I'm going to Paris tomorrow. Oh, ages, yeah, ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put them in the cupboard. I can't I'm cook. I'm not cooking them tonight because I've got my jollof rice that I made. Put my them on side. Rice. Just boil up one. I'll boil up one. Boil up one. Really. Or maybe I'll eat them in the morning. No, I, I love have a morning breakfast. potato. Yeah, I love a morning potato. I'll make like a morning hash or something. Coin, what sort of things are you listening to at the moment and what's your approach to music discovery? Like, how do you find new music to play in the club? How do you find new music to listen to at home? What's your sort of traditional roots? Well, do you know what I'm doing at the moment? L listening to my record collection. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah. Easy to so, forget about them, isn't it? So easy to forget about them, and I forget there's literally hundreds and hundreds of records sitting in my living room. Um, not, yeah. So I sh I've been going through those at the moment. Okay. Um, yeah, which has been nice. And do you remember the first record you ever bought? Oh, it was a D'Angelo record. Oh, was it? Where'd you get it from? Um, it was when I was actually at uni that I bought this record. Wait, is that the first record I ever bought? I think so. It's the first rec good record I bought. Yeah. Um, at like a, a record fair when I was at uni. Oh, cool. I remember finding it a very daunting experience buying records for the first time. Yeah, it was a little bit. I just was very much like I felt like I didn't really know what I was doing and I didn't have a record player. And didn't know what to look for. Exactly. And sometimes it's quite daunting still. Yeah, man. Um, I had quite a bad experience in Japan, actually. Really? What happened? It hasn't happened to you for oh, ages. Just a guy. Oh, well done. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep turning and you can just hunt. Yeah, I think this might need more turning. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was just something that's not happened for ages. Just like record store guy that looked at me and I don't know, maybe I was just a bit paranoid, but he just looked at me like he thought what I was, shouldn't here? be in there. Yeah. And it was a really, I won't say the name, but it's a really good record shop in Japan. And I was like really excited to be there, you know, obviously trip of a lifetime. And yeah. I'd gone to this shop because everyone says it's incredible. And then I just sort of immediately was put off and it just... It'd be like that sometimes. It sucks. Yeah, it'd be like that 100%. Yeah, I haven't had when that When I was telling you earlier, like I tried to get jobs at record shops, but they just wouldn't... They just didn't take me. They didn't give me the job. So I was just like, I'm perfect for this. Like, I'd be so good at this, but never really got the chance. Mm. Um, but I first started properly buying records in earnest around the time when I properly started DJing. I was, right. I was, I was, my record collection grew because I was buying records to mix them. Right. Because I was learning how to mix vinyl when I first started DJing. It's kind of mad thinking about that experience that I had. It's mad how much it has shifted in the years since we've been... Since Definitely. we started DJing to now, which is yeah. what, sort of coming up in 10 years. Yeah. From when I started, absolutely, when I started paying attention and going to raves and stuff, there's being interested way, in way, it. yeah, it's completely shifted and changed completely. Yeah, it's, The it's, scene is just a lot less, like, man-heavy and... I don't know, it's just kind of easier to do a lot of things than when it was totally. when I first started. It was crazy. I remember when I was um, really young... I was very active on Twitter, mm. which seemed like a good way into an industry that I didn't know otherwise how to mm. get into. I remember I wrote like this blog post about Block Weekend, which was a festival. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know the one. Yeah, but for context, for the people that might not, it was a festival. Oh, yeah. um, and I can't remember who they booked all men. No surprises there. No surprises, yeah, it was whatever, 2018. Yeah. And um, I wrote this like sort of rubbish, but... More? Enthusiastic, yeah, let's get on to the next one. Yeah. Enthusiastic blog post about it. Yeah. And they... they they came for me on Twitter. No, they didn't. Yeah, they replied block. being like, yeah, they That's came. Pathetic. And they were like, this is ridiculous. That's pathetic. It's mad, isn't it? That's so pathetic. In a way that just would never happen now. They were so brazen no. with their... Because they just didn't... It was very much like, well, you know, there's, they're the only option at that time. It was the attitude totally. was very much like, that's the only choice. Or that it just didn't matter. They, yeah, they and were that like, it didn't matter. This it was is like such we're a stupid people thing. On, on their talent and, you know, obviously men are... And obviously, when you book people on their talent, men are more talented than women. <laughs> so, Duh. Duh. Have you seen women drive? <laughs> So that's to shut your mouth, you know. It's mad, isn't You're it, lucky to even be allowed to come to the rave. <laughs> that was their energy, man. Like I don't think any men actually realised what the energy was. Like that was it. Yeah, and it was not that long ago. No, that, that was fully the vibe. At all, it's crazy. At all. I could do this a lot more often. Really? I actually good. You can come anytime. If I just like get some shorts. <laughs> yeah, you need shorts. Next time wear shorts. Yeah, shorts are essential. Do you know what you've been listening to recently? The New Speaker's Corner oh. quartet album is fantastic. 
Sick. After we spoke about it yesterday and I listened to it yesterday while I was cooking. It's really good and I listened to it again this morning. It's fantastic, mm. like beginning to end. Amazing. Um, so obviously that kind of stuff, just like recommendations, radio a lot. I listen to a lot of radio, but when you were growing up, did you, When you were growing up, did you listen to radio? No. I would occasionally listen to, not even Radio 1, but something on BBC, but not really actually. I'm trying to think if I... When I was growing up, I watched music channels. Mm. Not radio though. That's interesting. Or I listened to my own music, because when I was growing up, I always had an iTunes library and all that kind of stuff. What iPod did you have? All of them. I had a Nano, I had a Classic, I had a Touch. Shuffle? Never a shuffle, actually. Oh, Before I, I had a shuffle, my shuffle. I never got a shuffle. Before I had a shuffle, I just had a regular MP3 player. What's that like? Oh, just what, like, like, a, a, like, a, like a little... A non-Apple one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MP3. Yeah. So I had that, actually, from when I was in about... I think I got that when I was in year nine. I think my dad gave it to me, year eight or year nine. And then from then, I would put music on that. And I, even when I had my... Do you remember, do you remember those Sony Ericsson Walkman phones? Yep, the I had one, one of those. Like yeah, I had one of those. So I used to put me. I always used to put music on my phone actually as well. Same. Did you Bluetooth songs to other people? Of course. That is an amazing of thing course. that's been lost in time a bit. Of course. That is actually a touch. That Bluetoothing was stuff. It's because amazing. Because nobody has MP3s anymore. It's all streaming. Oh, it's a shame, isn't it? It's crazy actually. I wonder if we're going to get back to it though. I feel like we are. I'm down. I wish I still had an iPod. Hold on, let me get this side again. Yeah, I really go under there. One, two. Three. Ooh, yeah. Would you say you're averse to the trappings of the modern world? Uh, no. I think I am a little bit, but I wish I you're was. You're not a Luddite. No. What's a Luddite? Like a like hermit? A, nah, like a resisting technology advancements. Uh, I am somewhat. I think some of it's definitely going to lead us to hell. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that one wasn't too great. No, that was good. That was right. loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, good. True. Um... Definitely not a fan of like a driverless car or a fucking <laughs> AI song like Kill Me Now. Um, Have you heard any good AI, AI music yet? Someone played one on NTS, you know, Selassie. Oh yeah? It was fucking awful. Really? It sounds so ridiculous, but it does just sound like it's missing soul. I wonder like if- it sounds a bit flat, you know? I wonder if you'd known. If, if we had known, known. If you hadn't known. Maybe, AI. maybe, because it did just sound really like, there was just no personality to it, like, at all. Have you got any formative DJ heroes from when um, you were younger? Oh, this is, sorry, oh, sorry. red one. This is a different type. Lovely. Oh, God, high ticket item. Fantastic. Oh, I forgot we did these. These nice. are pink furs. Oh, nice. God, these are delicious. Nice. Uh, describe them for the listeners, please. They're just very nice. You know those pinky, reddy, purpley potatoes? Oh. Gorgeous. They all look like kind of like perfect, you know. Yeah, they're gorgeous. They look fantastic. Yeah, let's make sure we get all of these out. Wow. Um, sorry, you were saying about your deformative DJ heroes. Um, do you know what? I always kind of like it's so kind of cliche. I feel like it's really cliche, but what, like I used to go and see Josie Rebel DJ all the time. And she is just like my favourite ever. She is probably the world's greatest DJ. Yeah, and like there was when I was younger, there just weren't really many black women that I would ever see on the deck. So when I saw her on the deck for so the first time, I was like, who the fuck is that? And then just was like, oh my god, it's my hero. Um, <clears throat> she's the only DJ that I ever really idolised because I'm not somebody that idolises people very often. Nah. I'm not a stan type either. Like I don't stan people. There's like. There's not really any artists whose song I have like every song in, of theirs in my collection. I don't think there's any because I. You're critical. 
Not and critical, I mean that in a but I just, way. I'm not likely to like follow somebody just because like, I just don't have that idolization mm. energy for anything. You know? I do. I don't think you do either. It's not. There's certain not many. people, certain sort of, um, you know, Alison Hammond types, like daytime TV <laughs> celebrities and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that I could get behind. Yeah, or like. Or who, who could I stand? Like Robert Wyatt. Oh, yeah, true. He's easy to stand. He's very easy to stand. But even then, it's not like you would have every single thing that Robert Wyatt's ever done, you know? Do you? Yeah, no, I'm not obsessive like that. No, neither. And I'm not really a collector. That's something I've realised in my life. I like things, I like objects, but I'm not an obsessive sort of neither. collector for the sake that of has it. has like these things because it's by that person of this time or mm -hmm. neither. I like what I like and I don't like what I don't like. <laughs> Very straightforward. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get this final potato up. But I'm trying to think of more DJ heroes. I should have maybe... maybe um, thought more about that because it's a question that I do get asked sometimes and it's not one that I can answer very often. Because... What about one that you like right now? Wait, get your, Ooh, get your don't skin get Skin on skin. Oh yeah. He is an incredible DJ. Where'd you see him? He played after me at uh, Lenter Cabinet, this festival in Amsterdam. And I'm, pl I'm playing after him this weekend in oh, nice. Germany. But he was amazing, like in and out of vibes, techno, club, trap, like Ooh. all of it. It was amazing. That's cool. His own tunes, like drill, lots of, it was really good. Oh, Electro sick. booty stuff was fantastic. Um, so him, uh, who else? Who else, who else? Once again, I try not to pay too, attention to, too much attention to some DJs because it starts to stress me out. Yes, and I'm really indecisive and I watch somebody DJ and be like, cool, now it's my time to be a house DJ. Then I watch someone else be like, no, now I need to DJ hardcore. Mm. And I'm like, no, 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 actually it's jungle. And when I see a good jungle DJ, that's what I like. So I have to not do it too much. Otherwise I forget what I'm, who I am. I like that too. Do you know how you like that? If I see a chef, this really spun me out in the pandemic. I remember yeah, there was a chef. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, if I see a chef I'm, and that I like, I'm suddenly thinking... I've chosen the wrong thing, I need I to be a chef. I must be a chef. Right. And, like, that was, and if I go to a place, I find it very difficult to not be like, I should move here and start yeah. my new life here. This is I the place for me. Or I'll be like, oh, I should be a photographer, actually. Yep, me too. I used to love taking pictures. Why am I not a photographer anymore? <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so dumb. Path to unhappiness, that is. <laughs> Literally. That's very, that's very, very that. Speaking of DJ heroes and sort of starting off at NTS, I know that you had quite a special relationship with Andrew Weatherall, right? I did. I was very lucky to get to hang out with him. I just got really lucky and was his producer every, every month. But I don't know, we... I'm like, he is like a person that just loves music, like any and all music. And I know that, like, that sounds a bit cliche, but I don't think that many people are always like that. And I am also 100% like that. And I feel like we saw that in each other. So he would just play music. If I liked it, he'd give me the record or give me a CD. He was very generous and stoner gang, obviously. So we just used to like smoke and chat and like listen to music. It was really nice. So nice. It was really good. He was just like the best person. Like yeah. he was a really, really good, kind, generous. Smart. Really good man. Yeah, really smart, really funny. Had a lot of stories, a lot of things to say about everything. Quite cynical and so am I. So we just talk shit. It's mm. nice. I mean, that his, the name of his radio show, Music's I always not for love. everyone. Such a good title. I thought I've got, like, <laughs> I was like, our merch conversation. Oh, yeah. Because um, um, I'm not going to make some merch yet, but I've just got funny ideas. And I was talking to a friend and we were just talking about clubbing and 
kind of how bad some clubs are and just the scene at the moment. And I was like, clubbing's not for everyone. And then I thought about it and I was like, that should go on a T-shirt. And then I thought about Weatherall's music's not for everyone. And I was like, oh, gosh. But Weatherall was like the perfect blend of like not being remotely gatekeepy, but like probably could still, you know. He knew, like, he knew a sort of a, a poser when he saw one. Absolutely. And had no time for them. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, man. Okay. R.I.P. I'm going to try and count these. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24, 26, 28. There's probably about 50 potatoes here. There's so many potatoes there. I believe we're done. Wow! Look at that. That was so enjoyable. Oh, good. I'm glad you liked it. I did. Look how many bleeding potatoes we've got. Fuckloads. So many. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, of course you are. Okay. Of course you are. Thank you for listening to Digging. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us on the podcast app that you're using. It really helps more people to discover the pod. To stay up to date with new episodes, you can also subscribe to get the newest episode in your podcast feed straight away. Digging is an NTS podcast presented by me, Flo Dill. Produced by Lizzie King with sound recording by Jennifer Walton, editing by Sam Stone and mixing by Owen Pratt. Special thanks on this episode going to Demetrius Malonis and music is by the amazing cleaners from Venus. This podcast was made possible thanks to NTS supporters. Become a supporter today for access to additional podcast content, live track lists when listening to NTS radio, access to supporter-only Discord and newsletter and store discount. 50% of supporter proceeds go direct to NTS resident DJs. Find out more at nts.live supporters. Mm-hmm.